paid 260 euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh. And this is Fobbs. And this is the Kickback Pod. Yo, 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 we are back. Back together once again. We are back. Me and Fobbs finally back on a pod together. I know it's been a while, guys, but we're so happy to be back. Very excited to be back. Fobbs, man, it's been a while. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. I am also very, very happy to be back. It's uh, like you said, it's been a while. It's been probably a little bit over a month since we spoke at length, spoke about sneakers, recorded ourselves while speaking about sneakers recorded a podcast and a lot has happened since then i know that you mentioned it in the last episode which was uh, a nice listen it was nice hearing your voice i am a dad now i am uh, officially sneaker dad fobs and sneaker dad fobs sneaker dad fobs and it's been pretty wild it's been you know i I don't know how many dads are out there listening to this or how many sneaker dads there are out there, but it's been pretty crazy like in terms of sleep deprivation, in terms of changing diapers. In, in how terms many hours just, a day are you getting? How oh, many hours man. of sleep? So currently, and this is good, we're getting around like six hours through the night in two-hour chunks. So he'll sleep for two hours. Then we're awake for about an hour, hour and a half. Then we'll sleep two hours again. Then we're awake for an hour and a half. Then sleep two hours again. And then I wake up and it's basically 7.30, 8 a.m. And there's no point in going back to sleep because I have to work at 9 a.m. So during the first three weeks, I had paid time off, which was nice. And it was great just bonding as a family, getting to know the little one and you know figuring out the whole dad parenting thing. Uh, but it was a lot easier then to just say, okay, I'm going to do another sleep cycle and sleep till 1030. But when you have a full-time job, that is definitely not an option. And it's been tough. I would say that six hours doesn't sound so bad, but six hours in two hour chunks is not the same as six hours straight. So yeah, I, there's been moments where I've really thought like, damn, I am super tired. And I actually started drinking coffee. I never drank coffee before. It doesn't really Wait, do what? much for me. No, I, You've I was, never drank coffee before? I mean, I've had coffee, but I wasn't a coffee drinker is what I meant. Like I didn't drink coffee. Okay. It wasn't part of my morning routine. Uh, mainly not because I don't like the taste, but mainly because caffeine doesn't really do anything for me, which is also why like drinking it now doesn't really do anything either. I'm still tired. Um, and also I like the taste, but I don't like hot drinks. So I will always have an iced coffee. But yeah, it's been a big, uh, definitely a big change, but it's also been amazing. Just kind of. That sounds incredible. Like man. My, like, my, I, camera I know you're... Roll, my camera roll on my phone has now like, it used to be just like all sneaker photos. Now it's like all baby photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, as someone who like, you know, you, you show up at the very front of my instagram stories you know like you're one of like the first two or three people because i watch every one of your stories i've seen the progression from sneakers to babies in <laughs> 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 your on your ig stories yeah. and man little little lennox man cutest baby in the world um super happy for you guys super happy that uh, every every the uh, the whole uh, the the birth was totally uh, he, like he's super healthy. The mom's doing great. You guys are doing great. So I'm super happy for that. What what was the first uh, pair of kicks you bought for Lennox? So I got a pair of Stussy Air Force Ones in the black colorway off StockX because they were going for like I think I paid fifty bucks for them with fees, which was pretty good. And then I got a pair of triple white Air Force Ones. And um, then Amadeus or Ama uh, from Oshuen, uh, a homie of mine and the founder and co-host of Oshuen and his wife sent us a pair of little Vans old schools, which were super (laughs) cute as well. So Lenny has, uh, he's got a decent amount of shoes already and I'll get into it later uh, with the latest pickups, but I got him another pair of shoes this week as well and 
I've got to be honest, it's getting a little bit out of control, even more out of control than shoes for myself because most of these shoes, like he will wear for maybe a month before his feet are too big and he can't even walk yet. So honestly, there's no point in even putting <laughs> shoes on his feet. But of course, as someone who's into sneakers, someone who's into the whole culture, you just have to have your kid wear, you know, some cool hype, whatever shoes, even if you know that it's a little bit pointless. The nice thing is that since he doesn't run around in them and, and doesn't get them dirty, they're always going to be clean. It's something that you can kind of keep, right? So I'm not, I'm probably not going to buy too many more sneakers in this size. And uh, I guess like in, I don't know, 15, 18 years, he can like take a look at them and be like, oh, yo, I've always been fresh. You know, I've always had the Stussy Air Force ones. <laughs> No, that's crazy, man. First pair of kicks, a Stussy Air Force One. Like, man, it must be amazing being the child of a sneakerhead. You're you're going to be set up with kicks your whole childhood. You're I always going to be that kid in class with the dopest kicks. I honestly, I mean, I don't want to like spoil him, obviously, right? So this is just the beginning phase where I'm almost spoiling myself by doing this. I think that, yes, he's definitely going to have the dopest kicks, but he's also gonna wear them he's gonna get them dirty he's gonna run around in them and um i think he's not gonna have 20 pairs of sneakers because like i said he's gonna grow out of them every six to 12 months so he'll probably have like a nice rotation of maybe two maybe three really nice ones and um and then work his way through those but yeah um that's been like i said a wild ride super super happy and uh appreciate the uh, well wishes but you've also had a bit of a wild ride around Europe. Um, I know you hit up Paris, you hit up Munich. Yeah, uh, walk man, me, walk was, me through was, your Euro trip. Like, what did you get up to? Well, it, it, it was honestly the last month has been the wildest amount of traveling I've done since like like many years ago. I did backpacking for a whole year, and that was already super wild. But this past month, like I it's just I, I didn't even like mean to plan it that way it just kind of turned out that way i like within a 20-day period i had visited munich twice uh then my girlfriend's parents were visiting and uh we all went to spain together we basically went through several cities in spain madrid barcelona seville that was amazing i love those places uh and then my uh, a lot of my friends from um from toronto uh wanted to visit um so they visited berlin i showed them around berlin and then we ended up going to uh back to munich to oktoberfest um which was yeah plenty to talk about there and then finally um we ended off the trip going to paris just the whole group of us so that all happened like within like a 20 day period and by the end of it i was like i don't want to travel ever again <laughs> <laughs> like i was so done I, I was like man there's nothing more i need right now than like a whole month at least just at home doing nothing like i just don't want to travel i'm traveled out um, because because that was insane like like just living out of my suitcase basically for 20 days yeah, that's the uh, was worst a lot part. or i mean not the worst part but like the biggest thing that you give up is having your amenities at home your coffee machine your exactly you know, dishes your cutlery i mean these are all like small things but it's i mean and it's it's first world problems like let's no, be honest like sure, it was sure. it's a blessing it was an absolute blessing to be like this is people always ask me like why did you leave canada like why did you move to europe like this is the number one reason why like this is by far the biggest reason why because i love traveling personally and just being able to on any given weekend, just travel to any nearby country an hour away for very little money. It's just amazing. Like it's totally different cultures, totally different weather, uh, different food. It's just like there's so much around here that I just every summer I'm reminded about how much I love living in Europe. Uh, and this past month was definitely, uh, definitely a good reminder of me you know making the right decisions to move here because i i I just i just enjoyed that time a lot specifically oktoberfest so that was the first time i ever ever went to oktoberfest uh they didn't have the festival for the last couple of years due to covid and it was insane oh my goodness man like what what a what a party like it like it's crazy you know you like it's it it's takes a lot of planning because you need to book reservations like table reservations well in advance 
and I booked it basically several months ago and I booked it for the daytime, but we ended up going really early in the day and staying pretty much until it closed. So until like 10, 11 PM. And it's so funny how with every passing hour, you notice just how much crazier and crazier and crazier things get, you know, like in the first hour, everyone was just like, Hey, cheers, you know, just like, you know, being polite, having conversations, whatever. And then like by, by like six o'clock, seven o'clock, people are standing on tables going nuts. Then by eight o'clock, people are falling off tables. People, <laughs> people are breaking ankles. A couple of my friends, we have so many pictures of them just like completely falling off tables with their legs in the air. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Like it was, it was, it was pretty crazy, you know? And then by the end of the night, it's just like a big mess, like the biggest mess you've ever seen. Just like people, it's like you ever played that you ever played Call of Duty, the zombie version. Yeah. Yeah. So literally downtown Munich looks like Call of Duty zombies. It's, it's basically a bunch of people who have no idea where they are and they're just moving like zombies like one step at a time, one step at a time. And it's like the funniest thing you'll ever see. Just like full zombies on the street. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. It was, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Um, what was your, yeah, totally. what was your shoe of choice there? I remember last time we talked, yeah. I asked you what you were going to wear, but also if you noticed whether there was a trend of people at Oktoberfest wearing certain sneakers, like were they all wearing like, gazelles or campus or sambas or something totally different it, it was i mean it was honestly like i didn't i didn't really notice any i didn't know you know what i did notice a couple of people wearing the jordan one mocha which actually went really well with the outfit oh, you know true. the later hosen outfit yeah the the, the, the mochas I, I noticed a couple of people wearing mochas and I, and I even went up to them and told them like that's a dope fit because <laughs> it was it was <laughs> It was good. But besides that, like most people were just wearing like the most, you know, beat up basic sneakers. Um, I saw a lot of Air Force Ones, some, you know, like Nike free runs, you know, just like your basic uh, ultra boost and all, all of that stuff. Um, as far as like what I chose to wear. So on my 20 day trip, I only took three sneakers with me. Uh, one of them was specifically for Oktoberfest. That was the Travis Scott air trainer one shout out to you because you're the one who suggested me to wear that shoe and it turned out to be like it turned out to look amazing like it looked perfect with the outfit um but i wore it on the first day so i was there for two days at oktoberfest the first day i wore it by the end of the night like i literally couldn't feel my feet so it turns out like turns out that it's like the most uncomfortable shoe I think I currently own uh, and it, it, it like my feet were just about to fall off. So on the second day of Oktoberfest, I did chose not to wear the air trainers and instead uh, wore another shoe that I had in my suitcase, which was the Jones and uh, big mistake, huge mistake because they got wrecked. I saw Absolutely that on your story. Wrecked. Yeah. Yeah, no, they got destroyed, man. Like, of course, think about like liters of beer falling all over it. Tons of people stepping on it. And it's made out of suede. So you can expect like, you know, beer falling on suede. It's going to completely ruin the shoe. So those those sneakers got absolutely, absolutely destroyed. But I, I knew that would happen. And I was still like, you know what? I'm okay with that instead of wearing the air trainers for one more day because I just couldn't take it. <laughs> So <laughs> they were that uncomfortable, damn. They were that uncomfortable. So so currently there is a shop in Berlin called Soul Fresh. Shout out, shout out to uh, Soul Fresh, by the way. They do clean your sneakers professionally. Uh, I've seen them like you know post some pictures on, on their Facebook of them you know cleaning the nastiest looking sneakers, making them look brand new. So I did give them my pair of Jones, and it's with them right now. And hopefully they clean it up, make it look like new again when i pick up the shoes next week so let's see how that turns out um so uh, so yeah those were two of the sneakers i chose and then the third sneaker i wore was the uh, wales bonner sambas the red pair um and i love those man because they they just they look good man they just look really good and i i specifically took those shoes because i was going to a uh, football match so i went to a football match france versus austria it was a friendly 
and um, the stadium at the Stade de France it was completely packed, seventy thousand people, and there was one guy out of those seventy thousand people who was wearing a Germany jersey, and that was me. So I chose to. <laughs> you I, wore a Germany jersey <laughs> to a France Austria game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wore the Germany jersey, the red one, the, the new World Cup jersey, which I'm gonna get into a little bit more in the latest pickups. But um, I wore the red world cup jersey and i wore the adidas sambas and it matched so well with the jersey and uh yeah i love the sambas i I wore that pretty much all through paris and uh yeah those those are the three sneakers that i've been basically wearing uh what have you been wearing lately so i'm a big big sucker for the woodwood mizuno wave rider 10 it's a beautiful shoe a beautiful colorway and I was telling Ama this on our latest Oshun podcast, but the Wave Rider 10 is for me on the same level as the New Balance 990. Uh, doesn't matter which version. It's the ultimate walking shoe. Whenever I go for city trips, I bring one of those two shoes or even both sometimes. It's a shoe that you can wear all day and it will never be uncomfortable. And the Woodwood colorway just works so perfectly with the weather at the moment. With the leaves on the floor, with, you know, the kind of yellowy, brownish, greenish hues that you see in the parks here in Berlin uh, at this time of year. So that's been my go-to shoe. And I'm usually someone who I'll wear the shoe like three, four days in a row and then maybe I'll switch it out. So that's what I've been wearing the last couple weeks for the most part. Um... And yeah, like I said, if you don't know this shoe, check it out. It is a beauty. I think there were two colorways that dropped. I have the darker colorway. There's a a slightly lighter, more beige tone colorway. Dropped in 2020, I believe. Super, super nice shoe. Um, Yeah. Yeah, they look pretty pretty fire. How how do they compare to like, they they remind me a lot of Asics, uh, like the Gel Cayanos. Like how do they compare in terms of comfort? Ooh, Asics is also super comfortable. I would say that it's similar to the 990 in the sense that sometimes I feel like Asics gel sneakers are super comfortable, but they're very soft, you know? Just like Adidas Boost is sometimes soft and isn't super comfortable over the whole day because it's a little bit too springy and too bouncy, but it's super comfortable in quick doses of like two, three, four hours. Whilst the New Balance and Mizuno shoes are more of an all-day comfort. So the sole is a little bit harder, a little bit more sturdy, and a little bit more stable. And so the comfort doesn't come from the softness, it comes from the stability, in my opinion. So that's where I would say is the biggest difference between those and the Asics. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Got you, got you. So uh, let's, uh, I mean, it's been a while since we've done these pods uh, together. So I'm sure we have a lot of pickups to get into. Uh, Before we do that, I just wanted to quickly give a shout out to this week's fan shout out. And that is Ahmed Tarek. Shout out to Ahmed Tarek. I know you've been a long time listener of the pod and also you've been commenting on all my YouTube channel uh, videos. So major shout out to you, man. Thank you for the support. Um, So yeah, let's get into, let's get into pickups because I am looking at our notes for this episode and your pickup list looks pretty insane. So let's get into it, man. What have you been picking up lately? Yeah, so it's been a while, like you said. And I'm not, I mean, you all know this, listeners. I Sometimes I have weeks where I have a few pickups, two, three, and that's a lot for me. I was going through everything that I've received, bought, found um, over the past few weeks. And it's quite a lot. So I'll start with the sneaker or slide that is probably not going to be a choice of mine for at least the next six months because winter is coming. Um, I got the Adidas Yeezy slides in Reason from the 2022 uh, restock. And I have to say, they are super comfortable. I've worn them here in the in the house, in the apartment. But I'm not convinced by the design. Like I can get on, I, I can you know, get behind the Yeezy Foam Runner because it's such a revolutionary, different look and almost like a sneaker slide. But the 
Yeezy slide for me is just, I mean, too bulky. I don't know. So I'm I'm not completely convinced by them, but I did pick those up. I was uh, lucky enough to win a raffle. Well, what, size fits, what size fits you best? Because a lot of people are very confused about Yeezy sizing. It seems to fit everyone differently. So does true to size fit you best on the slides or do you yeah. go up by a size? No, true to size fits me quite well, actually. Um, I'm also someone okay. I like my... I like my slides to be a little bit, um, what's it called? A little tighter. Snug. Yeah. I, I don't like to be, you know, floating around in them or like flopping around in my flip flops. So I definitely go true to size on those. But I have, I did see that online and that's why I was unsure about whether I got the right size by getting my own true to size. But uh, in the end, it worked out. So yeah, it was those. Then I got a, a pair of SNS or Sneakers and Stuff Saucony Shadow 6000s sent to me. Shout out Saucony for the seating. Super nice pair. It's got this beautiful suede upper with hits of purple on this kind of beige gray suede. Very, very nice pair. Um, definitely going to be in the rotation this fall. Then my man, Josh, with the assist. JD6 with the assist. Um... Got the Sakai Nike Cortez. I think those dropped when Lenny was on the way or had just been there for a couple of days and I was in the hospital and was definitely not checking Instagram, was definitely not checking uh, raffle releases. So I'm super happy with that pair. Uh, I've yet to pick it up from you though, but I'm very, very happy that I have been able to grab it through you. So I appreciate you there. I, um, I, I'll just come drop it off, man. Like... Uh... If you're home this week, I'm just going to come drop it off because I know you've been waiting forever for Let's this pair. You've, you've yes. been talking about it. You've been talking about the Sakai Cortez since I think the start of the year as like the sneaker you've been really looking forward to. Since since I saw it at whatever fashion week it was re- revealed at or uh, whatever leaks, it's definitely been this one. I still want the OG Cortez, and then I obviously already got the Union Cortez in that nice blue colorway. So that'll be my like three big Cortez pickups this year. So super happy. Those are going straight to feet. Then last week, I got a pair of, or actually, I lie, I got two pairs of the Pata New Balance 990 V3. Got one for myself, and then I got one for my boy Lenny. Um, the only thing Have they there, arrived already? They're arriving in a couple days, so that they're arriving this okay. week. Pata has been really quick with the uh, with the shipping, but the funny thing with Lenny's pair is that all of the smallest sizes sold out super quickly, and I was panicking, so I grabbed the smallest size that was still available, and then, and then I paid for everything checked out, and then I googled. I was like, okay, like size EU twenty five. How old is the kid when it wears this? And Turns out that he's not going to be able to wear these for two years. <laughs> so <laughs> I basically got the shoes in preparation for. But then, like I said earlier, right, the nice thing is that at two, he will definitely be able to walk around. So he'll be actually wearing these and using them for what they were intended for. So that's the nice thing. Um, obviously, I would have liked to get a pair of shoes at like maybe one, one and a half so that he could wear them earlier. Um, also, because I'm pretty sure that my pair will be pretty beat up by the time he wears his for the first time. But it's it's cool. I, I, I love that I now have the exact same shoe that he has, and I can't wait for them to arrive. So that was my last sneaker pickup. And then I got a pair of Needles track pants, which... I, usually, I don't usually talk about my non-sneaker pickups here unless they're big. And I'm... A big fan of needles and the way it looks, but not a big fan of the way it fits on me. But I've been trying to be a little bit more experimental with my choice in pants. And that's why I have the Issey Miyake Omplice pants in green. And I got these needle pants. They're a little bit baggier than what I usually wear. And I try them on. They don't really fit that well with my New Balances or with my Mizunos or with my running shoes. But they do fit really, really well with my high top dunks my Jordan 4s, any shoes that are a little bit more bulky. So I'm definitely excited to break these out over the next few weeks, months, and, you know, maybe throw up a fit pick or, or two on the gram. I really love Needles track pants. I just wish they fit me. I have uh, that classic. You're too tall. I'm too tall and too skinny. So the problem is I usually wear, like in pants, I'll wear like a size medium in Needles, uh-huh. right? 
that that's that fits my waist correctly but but size medium basically goes like it finishes like above my ankle so they look like capris on me so <laughs> that's not so, a look. yeah that's not a vibe yeah exactly it, it just it just doesn't work for me at all like even though i really like the pants so i i can never wear that brand and and the same with the home Plisse. i tried them like i i even got them sent to me by uh farfetch when i did a promo with them and i was so excited to get them and they just same issue i I got the right size for my waist but they looked (laughs) they look like you know in between a pair of shorts and pants like kind of in that in between area exactly it was a horrible look so i had to basically return those as well um yeah that tall people problems man (laughs) i i do not know those problems i used to be tall back when i lived in thailand but as soon as i moved to germany i was not tall anymore (laughs) yeah so oh and and of course you also copped lennox man biggest pickup of the year biggest pickup of your life by far of course i mean that is a lifetime pickup no returns and (laughs) obviously no returns wanted it's but yeah like i said i mean i said everything i can about it at this point it's been a blessing it's been an amazing ride so far and i mean there's a lifetime yet to come which is crazy right like it it's hard to wrap your head around it but it's super super cool and um shout out to my wife at this point for obviously helping with the pickup <laughs> <laughs> all right let's uh so uh, as far as my pickup goes so f- first of all i did pick up covid um you know <laughs> Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. um I, I must have shared beers with at least 100 people i must have you know switched drinks there's no way you can whatever beer you start with there's no way you're going to end up with that same beer because someone else is going to grab your drink you're going to grab their drink anyways if if i didn't get covid from Oktoberfest, that's how i would have known the pandemic is definitely over <laughs> but um yeah i did i did catch covid uh so that was it's been a pretty rough week like health wise um but yeah i mean besides that let's get into my sneaker pickups so i need to start off with an apology all right so i apologize to mr thomas Sachs. tom Sachs, i've been so critical of this guy on the pod in my videos i've i've been one of the biggest haters of tom Sachs. okay so i've said stuff in the past about how Tom Sachs, he doesn't know how to design shoes. He makes the most boring looking shoes. They get hyped up for God knows why. And uh, I've, for that reason, I've never bothered with getting any pairs of Tom Sachs. The general purpose shoe, which released that first colorway, I called it a collab between Tom Sachs and the Nike outlet store. And um, yeah, I was pretty critical of that collab. Then, then I saw it, that same shoe in yellow. I saw it in that sulfur colorway, and I'm like, "Damn, those are kind of hard." Those are then it then it was like, "Wait, those are really hard." Then I was looking at a lot of Instagram fit pics, and I'm like, "Okay, nah, those are super hard." <laughs> so, so I also had a look at the resale prices. Super, super cheap in um, like considering it's a Tom Sachs pair of shoes. They were very affordable, so I ended up buying my size for I paid around one fifty, I think one fifty euros a resale which was pretty good. Um, and uh, I've been wearing it. I've been wearing it quite a lot. Uh, really like the way it looks. I still think, by the way, that first colorway is horrible. Like, I'm not going to take that back. I'm, I'm not going to defend that shoe. I'm not going to defend what I said. Still think it looks like a Nike outlet pair. But this yellow colorway is fire. This yellow colorway is hard. I've seen some future colorways of the shoe. Still kind of looking a little outlet-ish to me, in my opinion. But this yellow colorway, though, I think by far the best one to release. So I'm very happy to get that. So apologies to Tom Sachs. I now finally own a pair of Tom Sachs shoes. Um, Some other pickups. So I did pick up the Jordan 1 Starfish, by the way, that we'll be releasing in North America, October the 27th. I love this pair of shoes. And damn i wish they made them in my size it's a woman's release so it only went up to a men's 10 and a half and i you guys know how much i love my two favorite colors of shoes got to be orange and purple and orange jordan ones always look good looks really good in this colorway uh, especially with the brown tones it's like a perfect fall 
colorway they couldn't have made a better fall looking shoe and the quality is really nice on it too a lot of people in my comments were saying that it should actually be called the jordan one birkin bag like they were inspired by birkin bags or something like that um i didn't see that anywhere in any of the sneaker blogs but that's what a lot of people are saying either way really nice pair really nice pair it's currently sitting by the way in all sizes on the sneakers app in case you guys wanted a pair uh, also picked up the air max one crep hemp which i think is maybe the low-key best air max one to drop this year like low-key you know what i mean like there's definitely been some fire air max ones this year uh for example concepts for example casina but as far as like low-key releases this one is probably like the most wearable really nice quality really nice materials on it too with the um it's got this kind of like basket material on the on the toe box and the and the tongue and just such a beautiful colorway really really nice pair very happy with that slightly higher retail price though 180 so just something to watch out for um yeah so those were that was it as far as sneaker pickups also picked up fifa 23 on playstation um it's like it's like clockwork i buy the game every year by the way this did you know that this is the last year of fifa like next year it's called something else yeah i mean it's it's still going to be the same game produced by ea but they don't call it fifa because fifa wanted some ridiculous fee for the naming rights i think they're going to call it eafc which yeah right is i mean whatever it, it's a weird name because you grew up with fifa you're used to fifa but the actual gameplay and everything like that all the image rights all the names all the team crests everything's going to be exactly the same which is weird that fifa would ask for so much money just to name it fifa 24 um or fifa whatever but tell me is it the because a lot of people hate on ea and fifa saying that it's basically the same game with roster or squad updates and then like slight repackaging is this year's like that or is it better uh okay so i'll be honest i actually kind of i really don't like the gameplay i I, it's the game feels so much slower compared to 22 i don't know if you've played okay i I know i don't want to get into too much details here because it's we're not a video game podcast but the the gameplay just feels way slower and it's way harder to score at least in my opinion and um yeah i mean it didn't it, it it kind of is like what you said they they updated the rosters and they made the game kind of slower i think fifa 22 was better at least so far okay so then i'm not gonna buy it <laughs> yeah i mean you can you can totally skip it for sure yeah. and uh la- last thing last last uh pickup is also kind of football related i've basically been picking up everything that the german football federation has been releasing as part of the world cup uh, merchandise i picked up a jersey i picked up this amazing windbreaker which has like the super retro look to it and has like the german flag on the sleeves i also want to buy this uh sweatshirt that got released which, which has like the german flag on the chest it just looks super retro they did an amazing job and there's even like more jerseys coming there's like a long sleeve version dropping next week which i kind of want to (laughs) buy like man it's weird because like this world cup is going to be the first time that my home country of canada is in the world cup and for some reason i'm getting like super german fever right now just buying all the german uh football stuff and not buying any canadian stuff but we'll see like what happens when it's actually world cup time i am very excited for the world cup by the way yeah, um, I'm I'm not going to watch it. Uh just What? Yeah, I like we don't need to get into the politics of it, but I feel like oh, Qatari World Cup is ridiculous on many levels. And so I'm my protest is that I'm just not going to watch it. Also, I think definitely like I I find the Qatari World Cup problematic, but at the same time I have a kid, so I'm going to be focused on that. And the German national team, I just don't identify with them at the moment. I find the way they play, the results, very, very subpar. Since 2018, to be honest, like I haven't watched much football since 2018. I don't watch any of their qualifiers. I don't watch any of their friendlies. And generally, their popularity in Germany has is at the lowest it's been since probably like 2006. So I'm 
intrigued to see how they do. I'll obviously check the scores and stuff like that, but I'm not going to watch highlights. I'm not going to watch the game. Um, but that's just, I mean, that's just my personal decision. I know, I know a lot of friends. I know a lot interesting. of people that will be watching it. Okay, that's, that's interesting. Okay. Well, okay, so guys, we finally arrived at the big topic of this episode. Uh, I, I, we didn't even talk about what the topic would be at the start of the episode, which is what we normally do, but let's talk about it now. So we're getting into the fall time. We're getting into, and it's, before you know it, it's going to be winter. And we get asked this question a lot. What are the best shoes as a sneakerhead? What are the best shoes for the fall winter season? Let's be honest. It really, it really narrows down when it, when you get to this part of the year. Your choices of sneakers, if you're only going to be wearing sneakers, your choices really narrow down quite a bit because not too many shoes, not especially not too many of the hype ones. You first of all want to be wearing outside. You don't want to ruin them, and second of all, they're just not built for that kind of weather so we're just going to talk about quickly what kind of attributes are good to what kind of attributes you should be looking for when deciding what type of uh winter sneaker you should be buying and also what kind of shoes are good what kind of shoes are bad and then also we'll get into a little bit more specifics about uh which brands make good shoes for this type of weather and also both me and fobs will give you our top three winter sneaker rotation so yeah let's get into it first of all let's talk about what kind of attributes do we want to be looking for when you're looking for a fall winter sneaker right so there's the obvious one the weather right you know it's going to be you know it's going to be wet you know it's going to be super cold you don't want your feet to be you know getting permafrost or whatever so it's got to be something feet. you don't want like the worst you don't want soggy thing feet. is having soggy like you're wearing these big nice fluffy warm socks and then they get soggy and you you're not going to be home for like another hour or two that that hands down is the worst thing that can happen to you in the winter definitely definitely so the one thing you want to be looking for is the materials need to be at least weatherproof or semi-weatherproof, meaning you probably don't want materials that get destroyed when exposed to any kind of wet weather, any kind of snow especially. I learned this the hard way living in Canada. Um, so you definitely want something that's kind of weatherproof with some decent materials that are weather-resistant. Also, just protection. So like you, like you mentioned, um, you don't want your feet to be wet, uh, and I said you don't want your feet to feel like they're frozen. So something that provides good protection from those elements. Uh, also, someone as someone who grew up in Toronto, I'm sure a lot of you guys who live in cold countries can relate to this. You want something that won't make you slip on the ice. Okay, oh, yeah. I can't. I can't even like. I, I've lost count the amount of times I've slipped on the ice walking around in Toronto, but and, and you know got like bumpy uh, bump my knees on the ice that's the worst type of feeling when you fall on the ice like just knee first man that hurts that when, really or hurts when so you, you fall want some... on your ass and then like you hit the your tailbone that's that definitely sucks as well oh yeah man dude you you almost need like, like there, there are some days during the year in toronto where you almost need to just walk around in like ice skates yeah. That's like the safest option. <laughs> or like or spikes, right? Spikes that grip the ice. So to to this like attribute, right? Anti-slip outsoles. I have a really funny story and for those of you in Berlin, you'll know where this is, but there's this park called um I think it's called Am Weinbecks Park or something like that, right? And it's on a slope and for anyone who has been there, there's this little cafe on the corner of the or close to the park called Weinerei, where you used to be able to drink all you can drink wine in the evenings. And that street slopes down quite steeply to um, towards Rosenthaler Platz. And I was walking down that once in the winter. It hadn't snowed, but it was, I think it had rained. And then it got really cold overnight. So there was like that black ice, the really thin, thin ice that you don't see. Mm. And I, I forgot what shoes I was wearing, but I was not wearing a weather-appropriate shoes. It was probably, I don't know, a pair of Air Force Ones or a pair of New Balance, something like that. Something with like a 
relatively flat outsole. And because the street was so steep and went down so steeply, I started sliding and I couldn't, there was nothing to hold on to. And it was like in a movie where like, I'm like, my legs are moving or like my feet are moving, but I'm just not going anywhere. And then slowly I just start drifting down, down, down. And I did, I really, it took all of my limited athletic ability to not fall over. I was just like trying to keep my balance. And I kid you not, I slid, it must have been at least 20 to 30 meters down this street before there was a oh, patch, wow. <laughs> right? Before there was like a dry patch that w- that I had grip on. And then I was like, damn, okay. So then I got really strategic. I was like, okay, how am I going to get down here without falling on my ass? So I would like walked really slowly sideways and then like zigzag down just to avoid sliding down. It was, it was, it was a struggle. <laughs> wow, man. I haven't experienced ice like that in berlin but yeah you definitely anti-slip guys anti-slip is essential so like let's uh maybe you can talk about what are some of the kinds of shoes that are good and what's bad yeah i mean you touched on it a little bit with the attributes and those lend themselves to certain categories or specific categories of shoes right with weatherproofing obviously any kinds of shoe can be weatherproofed whether it comes weatherproof from the manufacturer or you buy yourself a weatherproofing spray and you do it yourself. But like I said, there's certain categories that are already straight out of the box weatherproofed. One of those is trail running shoes. They're usually waterproof. They usually have a sole that has a lot more grip and anti-slip out soles. I'm talking about the Solomons. I'm talking about, you know, Adidas Terex, Nike ACG, Hoka, Morel. Those are all brands that have trail running shoes that will serve you well in the winter. And because they're waterproof, they usually don't have a lot of mesh. They have other materials that don't let wind through. And that obviously keeps you warmer than if you're wearing a pair of Nike LD waffles, Sakai LD waffles with, you know, a mesh upper that lets wind and cold and wet through. So trail running shoes are usually a really good pick. The cool thing is that they're in trend right now. Obviously, Solomon, Hoka, brands like that are blowing up on social media. A lot of people have them in their rotation anyway. So if you have them and you don't mind getting them a little bit wet, a little bit dirty, I mean, that's what they were made for anyway, those are a really good pick. Then a second pick is... Any classic leather court shoe, and I'm talking about the Air Force Ones, the Air Jordans, Forums, uh, New Balance 550s, any court shoe that has a semi-robust, pretty chunky leather upper build. Um, Anyone who has been to New York, obviously, Air Force Ones are the shoe to have alongside Timberlands because they're almost your all-weather shoe. They're not the most grippy. Like I said, um, when it gets icy, then you really need a Gore-Tex or winterized version of the Air Force One. But in terms of keeping you dry, keeping you warm, keeping you cozy, and keeping everything out of your shoe that you don't want in it, um, these court shoes are usually very good because they also have kind of this like higher low top, almost mid top build. Um, I think the New Balance 550s are one of the better newer styles to release for winter and a lot of these shoes that i'm talking about here aren't that expensive i mean air jordans aside you got the forums you got the 550s you got air force ones a lot of them sometimes you'll be able to find on sale too for uh you know below 100 euros or 100 dollars depending on where you are so that is another good category to look at when you're looking for types of shoes that are good for the winter um and then again like i said anything without too much meth uh, not meth, mesh. Uh, <laughs> you definitely, you, <laughs> you definitely don't want shoes with meth. <laughs> no, that was, that was a Freudian slip. I don't know. I think I was watching, I, I was watching Ozarks before, and I think you know that just kind of uh, got me thinking about uh, you know Breaking Bad and all that kind of stuff. No, definitely, you do not want too much mesh on your shoes. You want thick padding around the ankle. And then something that's super important and also super underrated, in my opinion, is that you want really, really thick midsoles. Because if you're in a place that has really cold winters, you'll know this. The ground is cold. 
your shoes are touching the ground. The shoes, That's a good point. The shoes will freeze, right? N- not freeze, but like the cold goes through the midsole. And as soon as that happens, it doesn't matter what shoe you've got on. You're going to be cold, right? And so the thicker the midsole, the longer you can walk around without the cold coming up from the bottom. It's just as important to keep warm from the bottom up as it is from the upper and from, uh, you know, around the ankle. So that's something that I have learned the hard way and anyone looking for a good pair of winter shoes should be looking at the midsoles. And then, of course, going in the aesthetic direction, I think anything... uh, with you know triple black or a lot of black and dark colorways are really good because then you don't see the mud you don't see the you know the dirt the water the wetness the the sprays from cars driving past you uh, on the shoe um, stuff that's not good is obviously shoes with uh, light colorways uh, I think in the winter you'd rather have a black on white Air Force One than a triple white Air Force One, for example. I mean, unless you're the type of person that likes to beat up their shoes or Solomon, for example, they have some really, really nice triple black XT4s or X-Wing 2s. Um, and maybe the lighter, more summery colorways you keep in the closet until the weather gets a little bit better. So in terms of, yeah, what kind of shoes are good, those are kind of things to look out for. And then also categories where you know that you're probably going to get a good shoe for the winter. Even if it's not specifically a winter shoe, it will last you through the winter. I mean, pretty much most of the uh, like the hype sneakers, let's call it, that we like, like Jordan 1s, even Air Force 1s, they all have like a winterized version uh, like I know that there's an Air Force One low Gore-Tex version. Exactly. There's like there's an Adidas Ultra Boost trail running version. There's um, there's of course Jordan ones uh, come in Gore-Tex as well. Um, so if you if you want something, you know you want you wanna you wanna keep you wanna if you're comfortable wearing a certain type of shoe, you can always just get the winterized version of it. Uh, br- brands have been capitalizing on this for a while. Even I think there was a Jordan Four winterized edition that came out last year as well. Yep, um, there was. I think there were a couple yeah. actually. There were, yeah, you, you said it. I think a lot of brands will winterize popular versions of shoes, and then, like I said as well, some you know outdoor brands are good. Nike ACG always has really good shoes. Adidas Terex, Solomon, Hoka, Morel, Sui Coke. Any shoe that is built with the outdoors in mind, uh, that is built to be, you know, worn in muddy conditions, wet conditions, rain, all that kind of stuff, is definitely going to be a good shoe to wear in the winter. And then, of course, there's other brands like Vans uh, that, you know, tend to have good grip, are good to beat up as well. These are shoes that are very simple. They're relatively affordable, of course. Uh, you know, a lot of them sub one hundred dollars or one hundred euro mark. And those actually, sh- Vans too. Like Vans for almost all their models, like the like the Skate High, uh, they make like a winterized version. I think it's called like M- MTE or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's the the materials are the, the materials are more insulated, and the the sole has like this rubberized sole. Um, so, so you can even get like a classic pair of like just skate highs in a winterized version if you want. Yeah, exactly. And, and so, yeah, I think pretty much every brand makes winterized, um, winterized shoes. And then of course, if you don't want a winterized shoe, you just want to wear a normal one. There's some, you know, decent cheap options out there that you can beat up and that even look better beat up. I mean, a pair of Converse are probably, Maybe not the warmest shoes, but they're high top enough. Uh, Chuck Taylors are high top enough that you know you won't be getting snow or water into your shoe, and um, you know they're comfortable enough to wear for a few hours. But of course, they're not ideal made for snow and winter shoes. There you can go to the North Face or La Sportiva and get actual winter boots. You can go to UGG and get winter boots. Of course. Um, but in terms of sneakers, there's a lot of options out there. Um, and now we've spoken a lot about potential shoes, but you teased it a little bit in the beginning. We've both picked out our three ultimate winter rotation sneakers. So Josh, what are yours? So the first one is a pair that came out last year that I was pretty impressed with. And that is the, I already mentioned earlier, the Jordan 1 Gore-Tex. 
it's come out in a lot of nice colorways as well but my favorite probably is i think the og colorway which was a light bone colorway yeah so i do have i do have that pair and i've tested it it is definitely waterproof like it it looks from the outside it kind of looks like a suede sneaker but then when you when you put water on it like the water just bounces off so it does seem to have you know gore-tex all over the shoe and it's just a very nice looking shoe as well and it it feels to me like it's a bit more padded along the ankle as well so it's a bit warmer than your normal jordan ones so it's just like a very nice clean colorway of a jordan one and also like these specific jordan ones they're the swoosh for some reason on these gore-tex versions they made the swoosh look more like the uh, 85 swooshes which is kind of weird so it it even kind of looks like it 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 aesthetically kind of looks like an 85 jordan for some reason um so yeah and um it's i think that's a really good option uh there's several colorways that you can get for pretty cheap on StockX right now too Uh, another one is one of the most popular shoes of the moment is the salomon xt6 i like this shoe a lot for winter it is supposed to be a trail running shoe so it does have that very good grip on the outsole and another bonus is that the materials on the shoe on the upper are super easy to clean so they can get super dirty. All you need to do is just run water on it and like all the dirt comes off. It's, it's, it cleans very easily. It doesn't stain um, like, uh, because like, the, like just the way the materials are. Uh, so I like that shoe a lot and I love how there's infinite number of colorways you can get. Um, and also as a bonus right now, you already mentioned it. It's super in fashion. It's super in style right now to be rocking Solomon XT6s. They look good with most outfits. So that's definitely in there as well for me. And third, honestly, this shoe has been my number one beater shoe now for like years. And if I'm going to be totally honest, I don't even know if it's a good winter shoe. But that's the New Balance 990 V5 in the gray colorway. That's been my number one beater. Uh, it's totally destroyed at this point. And in the winter time, I always go back to it. Yes, it's made out of suede. You're right. Most of the material is made out of suede. Not the best material for the winter. But I've never slipped wearing these shoes. And I wear them pretty much every day in the winter time, especially when I'm walking my dog. And um, yeah, like probably not the best it's not the most waterproof or anything and to be completely honest it's not really even like a good suggestion for this list but i had to have it in there just because i'm telling you my winter rotation and honestly truthfully that's been the shoe that i keep going back to in the winter time and that's my number one winter beater so yeah that that's my my three what about yours that's a solid um solid rotation there i really like the solomons of course and i actually also have the new balance 990 v5 gray on my list because it's the shoe that i wear most out of all of my shoes both in the summer and in the winter and i think you're right suede isn't the best material but this isn't a really hairy suede it's rather cut quite short which means that it is decently weather resistant and The great thing about the New Balance 990, regardless of what version you're wearing, they look amazing out of the box, and they look so good when they're box fresh and new, but they look just as good when they're beat up, right? So the beautiful thing about these is just like the the Nike Air Force One, is that they get this kind of patina, they age as you wear them, and yeah, they look amazing either way. And the great thing about the winter is if you beat them up, who cares, you know, like if they look good, they're going to get beat up anyway, they're robust, and they're very warm, and like I said, they're super, super comfortable, so that is definitely one of my three, then um, one of my other three is the Nike Air Force One Premium, I make the distinction here because I think that the regular Nike Air Force Ones are made out of terrible, terrible, terrible quality leather, but the premium pair, which usually costs around 10 to 15 dollars or euros more, have such better leather they're more comfortable you can you don't even have to wear them in like they're box fresh perfect they're super comfortable and they don't crease on the toe box as quickly and so that helps them stay fresh longer in my opinion 
and the better quality leather is also a little bit more weather resistant in my opinion. So that would be definitely one of my picks. I usually get it in a triple white and actually also wear the triple white in the winter. So um, I know I said that, you know, darker triple black colorways are better. And I mean, obviously they are if you don't want the dirt to show in your shoes, but Air Force One's got to be triple white in my opinion. And to round it up, I have the Eames Reebok Club C. Honestly, it could be any Reebok Club C. It doesn't have to be a collaboration. What I really like about these is, yes, the sole is quite thin, but they're very comfortable. They're quite robust, actually, surprisingly. And the ankle collar is padded, usually, and makes them warmer than regular shoes or other tennis court classics of that era. Um, I know that sometimes I wear them in the summer and I'm almost too warm in them. Not not really, but almost because of this padding. And so I think it lends itself quite well to the winter without being a super bulky winter shoe. So for anyone on the lookout for, you know, a relatively affordable pair that's super low key, but also a classic, the Club C Reebok is definitely a good pick. And yeah, that's my three. Pretty solid list as well. It's I think it's funny how we first talked about all the types of shoes you shouldn't get <laughs> for the winter. Like, and we said, no, nah, don't get white shoes, don't <laughs> get suede shoes. And then <laughs> we talk about our rotation, and we got white shoes and suede shoes. So that's that is life of a sneakerhead, man. You still want to look good even in the winter time. Sometimes at the expense of your feet. That's just the way it is. Yeah, so uh, I mean, let's let's move into upcoming drops. Uh, we got quite a few over the next couple of weeks. Uh, let's kick it off. So we, on October the fifth, we got the Air Max Scorpion. I don't know if you guys have seen this shoe already, but this is the most preposterous looking Nike Air Max perhaps ever. Like that air bubble is almost as big as the entire upper. Like, it's a huge, huge air bubble. It's coming out in this scorpion uh, colorway, I guess. It's like a very, it's, I would call it like a light pale yellow color. And uh, yeah, look out for that on October the 5th. A pretty high retail price, 240 I believe. Yeah, it's wild. So yeah, I mean, I, I, guess, I, I guess you're paying for the tech. I call this one the Nike Air Vapor Max on meth. Because we were speaking about meth earlier, it's yeah, it's a it's a wild shoe. I would definitely I would buy it if it was maybe like half the price, but not for two hundred and fifty euros. And I would only buy it just to like see it in person. But maybe I'll just go to a store and check it out. So yeah, that's dropping October fifth. Then uh, on October sixth, we got the Adidas Yeezy Boost seven hundred uh, Moon Vision or whatever it's called MNVN, uh, dropping in a nice, very neutral white colorway. Uh, same day, the Adidas Campus Towelie is restocking. I know that was a fan favorite for 420. Same day, they as gave well. me exclusive access today. Oh like yeah, I, 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 literally half an hour before we recorded, I looked on my confirmed app and it said I had exclusive access to the Towelies. So I, I just managed. So that was my latest pickup. Oh, uh, nice. I got it in my size, so I'm excited for that. Nice, yeah, that that's a super nice shoe. Super, like I like the gimmick as well with the with the eyes. And then there's two more pairs dropping on that day. The, you got the a Cold Wall Commerce Chuck Taylor collection, which is pretty nice. And then the On Cloud Monster Loomis One, which you know, speaking of trail running and and running shoes, that is a beast. Has a big outsole, so you're definitely gonna stay warm in those. October 7th, we got the Pata New Balance 990 V3 family first dropping at retailers after dropping at Pata on September 30th. October 7th as well, Nike ACG Gaia Dome Gore-Tex. That is a monster. That is definitely a winter shoe. Go and check it out. <laughs> um, October 8th, you got the Yeezy 700 Fade Salt. And then on October 12th, you got an undercover Nike Air Force One Low, which features a neoprene booty. Uh, which is super great for the winter as well. Keeps you warm, keeps you know the wet out. So quite a lot coming out. Nothing super hype except for maybe the Pata New Balance, but like a lot of solid releases. Um, check them out. I'll put we'll put the links in the show notes, and you can see for yourself. Yeah, I think the next two weeks are kind of quiet, but then it gets pretty crazy as we go on to the second half of October and especially the first part of November and then Black Friday. That's when the releases come fast and furious. So look out for that. Just, you know, maybe save your money the next couple of weeks. 
Definitely. Yeah, so that's about it from us, man. Good, Felt good to do another pod with you, Fobs. Glad you're back. And uh, shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to every one of you guys that have been, you know, commenting on some of my videos, commenting on our Instagram. And I've been looking at the numbers, man. Our, our listenership has been increasing with every episode. So that's nice to see. So, yeah, shout out to all of you guys. And, uh, of course, as usual, do not forget, if you haven't already done, give us a rating on Spotify and on Apple Music, wherever you're listening just give us a uh, good rating give us a five star rating on those platforms we would appreciate that and until we see you next time peace guys peace guys thanks for listening great to be back